Let's go check in. Alan Park, Lions facility. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the National Football League. He's standing by in the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Hey, I like that. The 19, uh, 19 outlets. I think I'd like to run outside and listen to myself. You can. You can run. Anybody can run outside right now and just hear me anywhere in Michigan. It's a beautiful thing. You can run outside and see the Lions OTAs. I know it's not game situations. It's not full equipment. But what's the first thing that stuck out to you, Mike, on uh, these new Lions and this team in their OTAs? You know, when you really, we haven't had a chance to really see a lot of this yet, but, but, but the one thing that struck me out, struck, has struck me the most is how young this team has gotten so quickly and how much better it is, at least on paper and really based on last, uh, last year's production, how getting so much younger and so much better so quickly. It's just a, it, it, it's really an unusual situation for me. I don't think I've seen exactly this in all the years I've covered the Detroit Lions. How many new Lions have you ran into, not you know, done a formal interview or conversation, but just had a chance to meet from the new Lions? Oh, I'm not sure about that. Look, it was a week or so ago or two weeks ago, I forget exactly which. I think we talked to five, six, seven guys. And one thing that struck me with all, no, that was the rookie camp. That's that's what it was, and uh, the rookie mini camp. And, and huge. What really struck me with all with all of those kids was that, uh, and I didn't t- talk to all of them, but I think I talked to seven of the nine or whatever it is. How they had prepared themselves for minicamp. They got in tape and video and talked to people and all that. And even Hendon Hooker, the, the, the quarterback, he had gotten uh, uh, one of the Steve uh, Steve Mitchell, the tight end for Virginia Tech, a rookie last year. They had played together for a year at Virginia Tech, and he had him sent him the the the, uh, the, 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 the routes and all that, so he could get get a, a head start on when he got here with the Detroit Lions. I thought it showed an awful lot of enterprise on his part. I'm not sure every you know, young player would think of it, but but he did, and, and good for him. Michael Harry, Detroit Lions insider, columnist for the Lions, the NFL, with DetroitLions.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, what are they trying to get out of OTAs? Uh, when you look at this team, how they finish, we all know the numbers. You look at all the new additions. You mentioned being younger, but quicker, better. Uh, some veterans like Gardner Johnson, or you look at Montgomery, and I saw Detroit Lions. PR team send out a snapshot of him. He looks awesome. I, man, uh, again, I'm just not sold on Nate Sudfeld as a backup, but the additions off a team that finished really strong, now what's missing, can they have a really fast start for the first time in the Holmes era? Yeah, well, you think about that. They were, what, 0-8 two years ago, 0-8 and 1, I think, before they finally broke through and right. didn't lose, and then last year, 1-6. and six. And look, those... You're not going to recover. You're not going to recover from that very often, and make the playoffs. And the Lions, is, 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 look, they were one of the better teams in the league, but they they were not in the playoffs last year because of what the way they started. I and mean, look, you've got to come out of the gun, out of the gate, you know, blazing guns. You really do if you're going to if you're going to have a successful season. Now, look, there are. You know there are examples of it going the other way, and go back to you know Bobby Ross and the San Diego Chargers thirty-five years ago. Whatever it was, they started one and four, I think it was, and won I think eleven straight and made the playoffs and went to the Super Bowl. I mean, it can happen, but you can't make you can't count on it, and you can't make a living that way. Who do you think is the biggest off-season addition through free agency, draft, 
uh, re-signing that you think is the most important thing that Holmes and Campbell have done so far this offseason to make the Lions a better football team? Well, I don't think there's any doubt about it. It's not just one person, but it's it's everything they did to, to strengthen the secondary. You know, they signed uh, three uh, undrafted or three uh, free agents, not undrafted free agents, and then they drafted a player in the, in the high in the second round, uh, uh, Brian Branch, Brian Branch, I'm sorry, of Alabama to play safety, to play cornerback, to play nickelback. That tells you to me what what the Detroit Lions thought of their secondary last year and the year before, and really. Rightfully so. Even though they have some young players developing there, but they needed more. But that, that to me shows you the, the weakness of that team last year was in the secondary. Regardless, like you can talk about, oh, if we had a better pass rush, we'd be able to, you know, we'd have to cover so long and all that. But still, too many breakdowns in the secondary last year to be a competitive team. And I think that they addressed that and, and more. They really did. I think address golf in a, a, a contract. I know it's been brought up to Holmes a couple of times, I think, or times, plural. And I've read some of the comments from DetroitLions.com. But, you know, you're, you're a businessman if you're Holmes or you know, Sheila Hamp or Campbell. Do you offer a deal earlier uh, than waiting? Uh, will the price tag go up? Uh, I mentioned on air earlier this hour, NFL on CBS threw out a stat. Last six years, only Mahomes and Rodgers have more wins at quarterback in terms of starting games than Jared Goff. So what's what's your stance on the future of golf in Detroit beyond this current deal? Well, there's two two different things. What it's what, what it's going to end up being, and what I think they should do, or, or what I would do, and I would. Uh, Somewhere in the middle of this season, if he's playing anything close to what he played last year, you know, I mean, and it might not be exactly the same because, look, one or two interceptions can change your whole passer rating and all that, you know, the technicalities of all that. But I think he's their quarterback for the present, and I think he's their quarterback for the future. I really do. I believe it. You know, I've seen guys get hot, you know, and just get hot and have a good, you know, three, four, five, six six games, but this is a guy who's a veteran quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl with the Atlanta, with, with the Los Angeles Rams, and then to watch him do it here in, in, in Detroit on teams that have won, you know, went 3-3 or 3-13-1 and, and started 1-6 and six and, and really, really dragged this team to some sort of heights, whatever they are. Not that he did it all on his own, but really set an set, set a precedent, set an example of what what can what is to come for the Detroit Lions with him at quarterback. And I would think somewhere along the line that uh, sometime this year, if it, this season, if it continues, that I you know I would extend him. You know, with, with, within reason now, of course, I would extend him. And 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 why go into a, a lame duck season with him next year? Yeah, and there's that again that catch twenty two in both sides of the fence on this. That if the Lions get out of the box and win at Kansas City, and they're four and one, five and zero, oh, and all of a sudden you want to offer Golf a, an extension, you know he might say, "I'm going to wait and see, you know where this year goes and the price goes up." Or do you do it now to show stability? Do you go off for a couple years at forty five, fifty million a year, which seems to be the going rate right now with a lot of guaranteed money? Knowing you then have Hooker in his uh, red shirt year, and he gets a couple, three years to develop, and could be your guy uh, down the road. It's it's an interesting business decision here uh, by Holmes and Campbell. Yeah, but here's one thing about it, Hughes. I don't know if people really pay attention to this or understand it or not. 
But Jared Goff is a young quarterback. He's 28 years old. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers at 39 or 40 or whatever he is. I wouldn't try. If he told me if he told me how old he was, I wouldn't believe him anyway. But but he, there's a guy who's got 10 more years left. I mean, he's got 10 good years of football left in him. It's not he's not on his last legs now. Where he can get hurt and get injured. I get all that. But if things just play out the way they play out for most you know most quarterbacks, he can be here. Like I said, he can be here for another decade. What's wrong with that? That's why I'm I'm on the where I'm at right now. The more you and analytics are ruling the game at times, maybe too much. But I look at a young quarterback. I look at even a four year extension and say he's my guy. And some will say, well, then why'd you draft Hooker? Well, you know uh, injuries. You let the guy learn. Uh, you know who knows if he if he has to jump in sooner than later after this season. But this franchise is on such a good path right now. That, you know, I, I believe successful NFL franchises are triggered by quality QBs, front office, and obviously coaching. And I, I would well, offer it right now and get it done so it's out of the way. There you go. Well, I don't know if I'd, I, you know what, I, I wouldn't, I could not argue with that. It's not exactly what I would do. I would wait a little bit, but but let's just say you, you, um, you have Hooker for another two years or whatever it is, two years, three years, whatever it would be. And, and Goff is still playing, you know, really good football. You can do the same thing that the New England Patriots did, what, six years ago, seven years ago, trade Garoppolo, their backup quarterback, who was never going to get in. He was never going to beat out, you know, Tom Brady. And get a second-round draft pick for a guy you drafted in the third round and had some sort of, you know, some sort of insurance value with him in case, you know, if the, as the backup quarterback eventually. And what's wrong with that? Look, there's an old saying, you know, if you want to catch fish, go where the fish are. Well, Right now, the fish are where the quarterback is in Detroit. That's want to catch. That's where you go. Yeah, DetroitLines.com fishing with Mike uh, on the Detroit River <laughs> debuts uh, tomorrow at seven p.m. DetroitLines.com. Mike always love uh, the Lions NFL conversation. Enjoy some downtime, and we'll talk soon. All right, huge thanks as always for having me.